So wait, wait, what's going on? We almost didn't have the DS fight. It almost didn't happen because a lot of people were because he was asking if like his team was asking if they could bring the fight to 85 and Lawler and his team agreed. So like, they are still doing it. So the fight's happening. Right. But oh, so now they fight at 85? Yeah. Whoa, Diaz need, needed to, to couldn't make the weight. He doesn't seem like he's a good guy. I mean, them yeah, parts they're fucking. But I look at uh, did you have you seen pictures of him recently with a shirt off? Who? He don't he don't look like how he used to anymore. Nick. Oh, he's brolic. Yeah. He's cut up. He's well, not necessarily cut up. It seems like he's a little chunky a little bit. Oh, is he chunky? Because the, the, maybe I saw I saw a video of him training. I was like, damn, he looks. He looks pretty cut up. Maybe I saw an old, old, something old. Maybe a little bit of a cut, but not really. Damn. There's a reason why when I looked at that picture recently and uh, the embedded, he was doing like videos and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I can see why he can't make 70 right now. How you a think? How you think it's gonna work out for him? I know we're about to make those picks, but that's like my fight that I'm waiting for on that whole card. <laughs> to be honest, I've been I've been asked that question all week. Like, how do you think it's gonna go? Like. Between the two of them, I don't really care who's going to win because it's just going to be an entertaining fight regardless. I hope it's an entertaining fight. That's what everybody hopes for anyway. But I wouldn't be surprised if Robbie wins the fight. Now, who do people want to win? Nick, of course. Nick wants to see that fight, but I don't, I don't really care who wins, to be honest. But if I were to bet money, it would probably be Robbie. It would probably be Robbie? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say Robbie, too. I don't think, uh, I don't think Robbie gets submitted. If they go to the ground. No, I don't really even see the fight going to the ground, to be yeah. honest. I think we're going to see a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> a lot of weird, like, weird tone thing stuff. We're getting like five rounds. Of, we're supposed to get five rounds of action, so we'll see. We'll I see think it's going to be action, but it ain't going to be five rounds of action. I think it's going to be like bullshit with action. With, with I think Diaz is going to fuck around a lot. Yeah, probably. Like he did with so, Silva, yeah. laying down, getting up, all that bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember that fight? I don't remember. Oh, was, was it exciting? Eh, I mean, it was entertaining. It was funny, but it was funny, but it wasn't like uh, exciting action-wise. No, it, it definitely uh. wasn't. It was, you had Silva coming off a recovery of the one fight after the Wyman fight, and he broke his leg. Not really wanting to engage all too much, and Nick was like antagonizing him. He wasn't really engaging a whole lot of himself. He's kind of waiting for Silva to come in. So it was like one of those fights. Yeah, I know he's laying down, getting up. It was, but I guess you don't go in on 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 Silva's traps anyway, though. He sets, uh, no. he sets those traps. I remember more Mike Bisping fought him, and that was a crazy fight. You know all that happened. But I remember still, he won. Bisping won the old. Yeah. still can't believe Bisping won. Still and, can't believe. But he was wow. one of the only ones that didn't. You know how Anderson would like go put his back against the cage and be like, "Come on." Bisping like thought about it for a second and then didn't go in because he's like fuck that I'm not going there like because Anderson's one of the only guys in MMA that we've ever seen that when he puts his back against that cage and he does that stuff there's a high yeah. chance of getting knocked out <laughs> you know at least the old Anderson the, the, the young the young one yeah <laughs> so but this weekend man Smith handled his work bro. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed that. I, I went to my uncle's event, Walls Entertainment, bro. The entertainment this weekend. Yeah, Dude. man, I know. I was out of town. I was supposed to make it to come to that and hang out, but I was out of town. But uh, it was – was... Able to watch was Romero and Davis this weekend. That was the, oh, the was whole – the whole – both cards were just – you know, it wasn't – I just saw – I remember the biggest night – the biggest thing I saw that night was that dude breaking his teeth. Like, uh, uh, um, 
Clark. Yeah, yeah, Devin Clark. But he's a G. He, his corner, his father, everybody was like saying, like, all right, let's stop. But this guy, he's like, fuck it, the damage is done already. How much more could it be? Let's just go. And he fought through, man. But yo, like the whole fuck grill was at I a saw the pictures of bro. How they let that fight continue? That's wild. I don't know, man. And I, I know a little bit about teeth problems and fuck. I don't know how he, you know, I guess the adrenaline and shit. So, you know, oh, I'm actually, sure, yeah. well, actually, yeah, no, it makes sense. Cause I'm, yo, I got hit in the head. I got metal teeth back here. I got hit in the head with a bat while I was fighting somebody. I was on top of them. It was on the street. I was obviously, I was on top of them. I was hitting them. I don't see you get hit in the bat. It would make it. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I don't think I even had to mention that, obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, so I was hitting the dude, you know, I mounted him, I was hitting him, and his boy came and hit me across the head, knocked my teeth out, and during the action, he broke my whole jaw. I had to go for hours of surgery. It was mangled. Uh, this whole top line was metal, but then when I got some money, I changed it. I kept one metal one, though, so, you know, for memory's sake. But when he hit me, in the heat of the moment, I kept fighting. I got up and went to go fight him. After everything was over... God damn, bro. It was the worst pain I've ever felt. I felt like a, like I was going to cry. So I get the adrenaline thing. It definitely helps out. Um, but other than that, man, it was, you know, I am Gutalaba did this thing, beasted it, you know, mm-hmm. but it was all right, whatever weekend. Romero yeah. just pointed the shit out of me. Now, can you uh, explain to me? I didn't really want to look into too much. I'm not really much a fan of Anthony Smith, but what was that whole thing between him and Span at the end? What happened? All right, so Span was saying some stuff, and it wasn't even anything bad, mm-hmm. but it's that I think Anthony just all the emotions, all the people saying that he's done, that you know his title run is all, all of that shit got to him. And then oh. Span said, "I'm not locked in the cage with him. He's locked in the cage with me." And like the commentator, the people, the pre-fight people that were talking to him and everything were like, you know. Uh, Anthony Smith fought this guy, fought for titles, all his accolades, everything he's accomplished. And, Anthony, and uh, Brian Spann, Ryan Spann, like any other fighter, said, I don't give a, I don't care about his ad. None of that matters to me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. What, not, nothing, none of that means anything to me. He didn't do it against me. Mm-hmm. That's what he said, you know? Like, what are you supposed to say? Nothing too bad. Exactly. What else did you say? Anthony got, and I heard him on the Bisping podcast after the fight, like on Monday or Tuesday, and he was like, you know, Maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't have taken this so personally because it wasn't like, you know, but I did. And and I'm and, and he's happy that because we got an animal because of it. Mm-hmm. Well, he was so angry with the with the stuff that he mustered up in his head that Stan, like the way he translated what Span said, that he mm-hmm. actually went in there and didn't work. Uh-huh. It's good. There's a reason why people kind of question sometimes too. We always mention every time with this guy, like I still can't believe that you were that scared of a man in your own house and you're afraid that you might kill him. That's why everybody questions your ability to continue yeah. in the game, your mental mentality when it comes to fighting, especially when it comes to a complete stranger. You don't think you should hurt this guy? Like, come on, bro. That's a stranger. That's a stranger yeah. in your house. That, that put me off. I'm like, bro, where's the killer instinct? <laughs> exactly. You wait till now to show up with your killer instinct? Like, oh, now you unlocked it? Come on, bro. He unlocked it now, but he said, he's like, yo, being in... Uh, doing the analyzing and stuff for the fights and working on ESPN, he said he went into this role of like this thinking about everything, analyzing himself and this and that, and not just going in there to throw down like he used to when he first started. Mm-hmm. So, I'm he sure. did, so he I'm sure not like that would do that to every fighter. Yeah, I think like that's one of the best jobs you can have evolving your game. You're constantly watching fights, you're constantly having yeah. progress. You can't just turn into that analytic fighter, you still got to have the animal. The animal is yeah. what brought you there. 
So, and mm-hmm. obviously, it showed the, the, uh, this weekend that animal just won that fight. It wasn't uh, analytic, technical. It was an animal that won that fight. It was a guy that wanted to put him out, that wanted to hurt him, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know that, like, you could be as technical as you want. If you don't got that killer in you in there, you know, look at Ryan Hall. Technical, good, this, that, blah, blah, blah. But he recently got exposed. He doesn't really have a killer in him. No. You know, or, or Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall, too. Yeah, you know, so you have to have that I want to hurt the other person a little bit. And it can't go away. So, but the rest of the card, I mean, you didn't even watch it, and I don't even feel like getting into it unless you do. No, I didn't really. Yeah, I don't really. But I do, so I'm going to go by your word. Yeah, it was whatever. And then you have Romero Anthony, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Phil Davis. Phil Davis. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give it to Yoel. He was swinging, and he I guess he started swinging, but Yo, uh, when, once Homie took him down and figured out he could take him, take him down, then that was it. He just did that. Yeah, it well, wasn't enough. Like, I, I knew more likely. For some reason, I feel like it was going to be a little more competitive when it came to actually landing on second, but Phil Davis made it look easy, which is not – I mean, that's crazy when it comes to a guy like Yo Romero, but am I that surprised? Not really. I'm really not that surprised. I'm you not know, either. I am surprised how easy it was, though. He took him down. With he- Actually, I'm not surprised because Yoel is a good wrestler, but there's only one thing that Yoel does good. He fucking, in wrestling, he will explode, double leg, whatever he does, like that explosive takedown, keep you down for a second, then you're back up again. Like, his wrestling never really was, you know, it was a threat, but, like, how dominating was his wrestling in the, in, in, in UFC? Not really. You just see oh. him pull out a barbell of strikes. Yeah. So I, uh, he was never, to me, like a technical, crazy good wrestler. He was just a Cuban powerhouse wrestler. He just had that whole Olympic background behind him. Everybody kept thinking about that. Like, man, he's Olympic level. Yeah. Down. So that's... He didn't even have happened. the energy to do takedowns for, for a wrestling guy, you know? Like, his gas tank was not of a wrestler. Because I, I, I think that's why Yoel didn't even go for takedowns most of his career. And then and then he didn't really – he couldn't – you know this. He couldn't keep guys down. Mm-hmm. I don't remember – I'm probably wrong, but I don't remember one fight where he really kept the guy down. Not really. I don't really – like, you see him takedowns. Like, he's more like scoring those points for what yeah. I see. That's what he did. That's, that's, that's what he was doing. This fight, he started swinging. It was ugly. It wasn't, like, technical or anything. Started swinging, but, you know – I think Yoel, more than anything, was just a powerhouse, a young, bony, strong powerhouse. Like, like uh, what's his name? Rockhold said when he hit him, his own leg hurt. Like, that's how strong his bones are. But he was never really anything more than just an explosive powerhouse, like, skill-wise, you know? And I'm a huge fan of you. I, lo- I like Yoel. I do. I like Yoel. But, He's a personality. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, but, you know... Davis just handled him pretty easy. What does that say about the – all right, so um, Bisbing and, like, these guys were saying, like, you know, Bellator is a level below, and these guys go to Bellator, and you know, but, like, Yoel was still at the top of the level in the UFC all the way up until yeah. now because he got let go. He comes exactly. into Bellator, gets handled like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Phil Davis is UFC caliber. He yeah, almost, the law is boring. Honestly, I would not be surprised if he knows if he – if you put something more entertainment in his fighting, I would be surprised if you see him come back in the UFC until, unless he gets too old. How old is Phil Davis? I don't even think he's that old. 
I don't think they easily to work something getting him back in there. But that's the thing. When it came to him, like Phil Davis is a, a great athlete, he's a good fighter, but his style it just isn't marketable for UFC's caliber. Do you, no, you know, wrong, but I tell you what, he could he could come into the UFC and then and and work possibly, yeah, possibly win. He would go to 205, so in the 205 division needs it right now, right? Mm-hmm. He could definitely do it. Definitely but I that. think you have enough will of them. Will he be the most entertaining? No, but he could definitely oh. beat him. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if you want to be at that caliber of a fighter, you have to be an entertaining fighter. You have, you have to. to. Like, as much as it, I hate to admit it, like, fighting is no longer about fighting anymore. No. You got to be an entertainer. You got to be entertaining. You got to be, I mean, look, look what's happening. You got to be a specialist like, by finishing people, either by knockout, submission, or just making your opponents quit. Or you just got to have a, a voice, a, a personality. You got to have something in this game, no matter where you are. Primarily UFC, but anywhere now, it seems like to me. I agree. Everywhere. Everybody wants that entertainment. Everybody wants you. Right now, you're better off losing three entertaining fights in a row than winning three boring fights in a row. Mm-hmm. If you want to, like, keep your contract and shit. For real, exactly. it's crazy. <laughs> it's you know? crazy. You know, how many guys you know that have a losing record that are really into, like, look at homeboy, uh, um, what's his name that just hurt he like he was supposed to fight ended up hurting him at the at the push homeboy and hurt his leg. Oh, uh, Ricard Klaus. Yeah, Klaus, but the other guy uh, that he fought. Jeremy uh, Stevens. Steve Stevens, you know, he's been on a losing streak, but he's exciting. They're keeping him, you know. Cerrone, exciting big name, keeping him. Like you know, there's guys that lose, but they stay, and there's guys. They have entertainment value. Yeah, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. And, and you know I don't blame him because it's that's what it's, that's what the sport has become and that's why more eyes are on it. So we want these guys, you know. But and I'll be bro, exactly. it's, it's just so fucking excuse my language, so disappointing when you're waiting and you're like, yo, Alan, Phil Davis, or like you know, and then it ends up being that. Ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> the it's, fuck. It's never good when that happens. But this weekend, bro. Woo! You got the main. Gonna be a good. In the main, I feel like Volgowski is going to keep his belt, possibly. I feel I feel he's going to keep his belt. He's just very smart. He's very smart. He smart knows what enough. he's doing. And he, he never seems like he's not following the game plan. Like, he knows what he needs to do to win. It may, it may not be the most entertaining, like, with the last two fights that he had with Holloway. But he showed, like, he can take on those kind of caliber fights. Like, he took yeah. out Max Holloway twice, which no one's yeah. really ever successful at doing. And what's his name? Um, he took out Aldo, too. Yeah. He took out Aldo, too. He beat the best of the best. Two goats that everybody was calling the goats at Featherweight. He beat them both. Ortega, like, quit on the middle of the fifth round, where he the fight got finished in the middle of the fifth round, so he couldn't continue. And we haven't really seen him test Scott. haven't seen him really test against guys like Aldo, the high-caliber fighter, yeah. so... This would be another test for him. Like, you already went through Holloway, but you didn't have it your way. But how will you do against Volkanovski? Yeah. We'll see. I think, uh, I think, uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see Ortega get the belt. It would, would be so cool. Too, but I think it's going to be Volkanovski win. I think so too, but I think it's going to be a breeze for a Volkanovski, bro. Just a easy, nice five round decision breeze. Of him yeah, just like, having control. Talk about how he wants to finish him. He's gonna do everything he can to finish him this week. Okay. The thing so, about Okanowski is he's a little fucking. He's a former heavyweight, bro. He's five 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 six. He was like two hundred and something pounds playing rugby. 
So this is a man that has bones that could take it from heavyweight people. So these little guys, it's going to take a lot to put him away at this division. Really? Put him away, exactly. Yeah, you know? So that's like a very important thing. To be able to go in there and just take – like look at Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor was pretty much able to take a beating for most of the guys at 145. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't really take huge beatings, but he got connected on sometimes, and it really didn't oh, do yeah. nothing to him, you know? Because he's a big dude for 145. You know, really? it's, it's a different – it's a different world. It's a different world. Uh, I'm going to go with Alexander's decision. decision. He, said he wants to finish it, but I think he gets a decision. He, he wants to finish, but I'm going to say decision as well. Yeah. That might be my next pick for the next fight, too. But she may end up finishing her, too. Valentina Shevchenko versus Laura Murphy. I feel like, well, we already know Shevchenko's going to win. We already know. I think if, if Shevchenko goes to decision, it's because she wanted to go to decision and just do some work. Oh, of course. I feel like that's anything she does. Yeah. Like, anything she does, she's gonna be, it's, her, it's her call. Yeah. Oh. Just don't say you do anything better than She's making a bunch of face every time Murphy said, like, oh, she's never fought anybody like me. Like, she kept laughing like every time she says something like, it's it's hard to really hype up another opponent against Shevchenko. I was just talking to somebody about her and Nunes said, there's nobody that can really be competitive for her or Nunes in any of the divisions. There's no one that can give them a good foot, a good fight, a good push. Those are the only two that are going to stay dominant in their reigns until they leave. Until they decide to leave, there's going to be no competitiveness in their divisions fighting for that belt. I agree. I agree. And uh, they just need to fight each other again. I know. Like I know. I know. Like I still feel like they have unfinished business. They do. That's what I'm saying. I think one of them, Shevchenko, won. In my opinion, it was barely. It was you know it wasn't like a crazy unanimous decision, but I think she won. Exactly. Definitely the first fight. She lost for sure. She lost first two rounds. Third round, she was starting to make a comeback. That's what hyped up the second fight. And we saw the same thing happen again. This first two rounds, get dominated. Going into the last three, she's coming back, having a resurgence. Of course, Nunes probably was able to edge it out with her wrestling, trying to keep her down, like keep her down the mat because she knew she was getting pieced up and couldn't really work with. But even on the ground, she was getting like worked off her back. Nothing really yeah. happened. Somehow, judges still gave it to Nunes. So. Why don't they make that happen? They don't want to do it? They want well, to keep they, the guys. Yeah, don't seem like they want to do it, but they always keep talking about it. I like, feel like they just want to keep them looking. Keep them well, looking. Like the main one that would like to do it again, obviously, is Shevchenko. I don't think Nunes wants to do it again. I don't think so either because Nunes is risking. You know, if Shevchenko goes yeah. and loses, she went up and wait to lose. It's okay. You know, it's a lot easier to lose going up and wait than to lose to the guy that's coming up, the girl that's coming mm-hmm. up. So, but this one, I got Shevchenko and. She's probably going to finish it, but she might go to the decision just to get working. Just to prove the point. <laughs> it's crazy. No, no. I would like to have her, her finish her so we can watch the next fight. But hey, yeah, me too. Yeah. You, can't, you can't tell her what to do. She'll do it. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> just get it done as soon as possible so we can get Robbie Lawler in there, please, and Diaz. So, well, they're, they're right before the, the title fights. Right oh, you talking that. about the yeah? You talking about the title, not the before. The title, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm an idiot. I'm, you know what it is? I'm looking at the <laughs> list. I'm looking at the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, fuck yeah, Shevchenko yeah. finish. I'm going with a finish. Finish, yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Shevchenko wins. I don't know how. Wins. I'm gonna let her tell you. I'm gonna let her so, show. Diaz, Robbie, Lawler. I feel like we're back to like 2000 and like. When, when we were kids watching this shit. Even when I was a kid, bro. I, I wasn't really a kid. Was yeah, you weren't even a kid yet. 
I can't believe I'm seeing these two names on a fight card still to this day, bro. On a UFC fight card. It's crazy that we're getting this happening again. And Robbie Lawler still looks like a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is like my- before, he's a more active fighter. He's been staying in the game. He's constantly working with those guys, helping them out over at Stanford MMA. He's getting his training as well. So he's definitely fit and ready to fight. That's why he didn't care about taking that at 185. Now, the question is, like, the main question concerning this fight is how's Nick going to be? Like, all the pressure, there's no pressure for Robbie in this fight. There's no pressure for him. All the pressure is on Nick. Does he care? He shows that he doesn't care, but who knows? We don't know his mental state. You can't read the Diaz's. You can't read them. And he does have good boxing. And Mm -hmm. Robbie Lawler still has a chin, but it's not the chin he had. And. I think that's the only thing that, that, that I could see happening is he, he gets caught after a bunch of, you know, one, two pieces throughout the fight. And then eventually the final one just buckles him a little bit. Because I don't think Diaz is going to get buckled. Because that's the one thing we can say about them is they can fucking take it. Mm-hmm. Still. They can take a hit. That's no question. That's I'm why bored. I, I don't even have to fight. What'd you say? That's why I said, like, I don't even have a pick on this fight. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm so back and forth. Uh, of course, you would have to say, like, oh, Nick has the edge. He already has that win. He could be in Robbie's head. Like, I don't think he's really in Robbie's head. I don't think Robbie really cares. Oh, Neither one of these guys really care about the past. They're just, they feel like reborn fighters again. Yeah. Nick believes he could still take on Kamal Usman at 170. Nick does? Yeah. You know what? He feels like he has the tools to beat him. Well, let's see. I'm going to go with Nick. Let's see. Just because he said that, I'm going to go with Nick. Let's see. I'm going to just watch and enjoy. I ain't picking nobody. Yeah, it's hard to pick. You're right. It's hard to pick. Uh, Curtis Blaze against Jarzinho. Jar- Rosenstruck. I mean, we know what's going to happen here. Oh, for sure. Well, you never know. Rosenstrike, like, could pull something off like Lewis. You never know. But is Curtis going to play that game again? No. He's going to try to rest for sure. But if it stays too long on the feet, like he kind of waited too much with Lewis, then, yeah, maybe Rosenstrike has a chance. But I don't think Blaze is going to take that chance anymore. No. you will learn, hey, I need to stick to my yeah. my fundamentals and wrestle on this guy. You know, take him down. And, you know, and then Rosa Truk isn't that hard to take down. So, no, no, so not that hard to take I down. I got so Curtis anyway. with a boring decision. Mm-hmm. Jeff Sandraj against Cynthia Calvillo. This is going to be good, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you know now, Cynthia Calvillo? Are you going to make this pick by who you want to win or who you think is going to win? What are we gonna do? So this is my opinion on this. I think Jessica Andrade is just going to manhandle. I think Je- Cynthia Calvillo has great wrestling. It's tough. She's a Diaz kind of a fighter. But I think Jessica Andrade is the, the exact person that she shouldn't be fighting. No, exactly. You, you took know? the words right out of my mouth. Like, I think this is going to be tough. The Calvillo's toughest fight in the UFC. Yeah. I'm going to say that right there. That's, this is going to be her toughest fight. If she can last, then props to her. All three. If you can last all three rounds with her, props to you. That's the win right there. If she could last, she won. I don't think she's gonna last. I think she's just gonna get. She's gonna get just you know tanked. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's just it's just. What and it, plus, it, this it. is that one twenty five, a bigger weight class. Yeah, we're used to seeing Calvi. Well, we used to see both of them at one fifteen, but even Andrade was killing people at one fifteen. Now she's got more weight to carry at 125. She's going to do the same work again. Bro, look at him. Like, I, I wouldn't even want to fight Andrade. She looks so freaking tough. But look at that. <laughs> you see her picture? 
She oh, looks, of course. She looks so tough. It's insane. I, I thought we were having another um, man versus woman event this weekend. Like, nope, that's not it. You know, because of the haircut, right? Because of the haircut that she got. That and just her masculinity just says yeah. it all. She's got more I think she's a, I think I think she's a she's a lesbian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She so she's like the, you know, she's like the they're like the what do they call the dikey version of the lesbian, like the manly version. Yeah, because you know? she yeah. she does have a wife too. So yeah, I think her wife was like a little girly, girlier, I think. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say she's fit though. No, she didn't she didn't have a fit wife. She doesn't have a fit wife? No, from what I've seen last time. Yeah. Jessica Andraj just pummels her. I don't know if she's going to get a decision or what's going to happen. She's going to run through it. Mm-hmm. And then prelims. Marlon Moraes against, wow, bro, against Marab Duralashvili. This guy Marab, is, you know who he is. He's so sick. He's from Sarah. Oh, yeah, from Matt Sarah's gym. Primarily, he's been showing off of his wrestling skills. He's got some strikes, but you can tell, like, his striking is more used to take, take people down and just grind them out grind him out and just dominate them with wrestling. You can see that happening in this fight. Long Rice is going to really need to keep his distance and not let it turn into a wrestling fight. But I, I think Marab runs through him. I think so, too. I think, I think so. Marab takes one. Yeah, I think he runs mm-hmm. through him. Uh, Dan Hooker. No, I fight that almost didn't happen. This one didn't happen? Dan Hooker against Kevin Gaslam's brother? <laughs> nah. Bro, doesn't this not remind you of Kevin Gaslam? It's like in some... Everybody says that. Yeah. This, is, this is gonna be a, a weird fight because both had visa issues getting into the fight. They both are landing in Vegas today, and then they go into back into their routine trying to make weight and all that. But I want to know how Nasrat's gonna come into this fight because if you don't know, know the backstory on him, his mother recently passed away, so he was here in the U.S. But when he got the news that his mom passed away back in his home country, I can't remember where he's from, he went back to go like do the ceremonial stuff for his mom stuff like that and they had to try to get back in but visa issues were complicated so they worked something out we were able to get him back into the country same same situation hooker because of covid lockdown stuff like not necessarily on his part but because he was part of like other people's camps and covid lockdown stuff like that so now he's able to get back in and hooker's coming from weird circumstance for both these guys yeah and hooker's coming from like one of the craziest places with this bad covid shit australia over there like there yeah i think yeah Mm-hmm. I think Don Nasrat ends up getting the, the, the win. I love Hooker. I think he's entertaining, does that. But I think fight by fight, Hooker slowly is going to start falling into that category of the gatekeeper. Because he takes too much. He takes, he, you can't like Nasrat take, is more calculated. has more tools to use. Yeah, his and his, Hooker, Hooker's got good grappling, too. We can't forget that either. But oh, he's got excellent grappling. more depend on his striking than anything. Yeah, he's got excellent grappling. He's got a good guillotine and all that shit. But Hooker... Every fight takes a beating, man. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't care how tough you are. That adds up. He's going to end up being the, the chinny guy. Like, like I, I love Hooker. He ain't, he ain't going to be a, a – I don't think he's going to be a champion. I don't even think he, he's going to have a title run. You Not know? if he keeps fighting the way he did, like, in his last, yeah. his last two yeah. fights. That's just – you know, he can't fight like that. Your chin's mm-hmm. going to start going. So that's why – just because of that, I'm going with Nassar because I know for sure Nassar could take it a lot. And he, he – he, he, Plus, Nasrat's got, like, motivation for this fight, too. He's yeah. got a recent passing with mom. He's going to come in with fury. Yeah. I, I think feel. it ends up being a, a workman's kind of performance. Mm-hmm. You know, just a good good, good day of, of dual construction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sure. Shamil 
Abudakimov against Chris Dawkins. This one I'm interested in because I know Chris Dawkins is good. Chris Dawkins is a cop of Philly, I think. Or yeah. yeah. Philly, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, Shamil, I don't know who he is, but he's got that name and last name that tells me he's from Khabib land. So he's got to be pretty decent. I'm going to go with Chris Dawkins on this one. I'm going to go with Chris Dawkins too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go because although Shamil's got that name, he doesn't have the typical body of those guys. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So I'm going to go with Chris Dawkins. Uh, Roxana Modafari against Talia Santos. Talia Santos, was, was she on the contender? Uh, possibly. Uh, I don't I could be wrong on that. Roxana Modafari is she one of my favorites. Like somebody else. She was a contender. Yeah, she fought, uh, what's her face? Some, uh, this girl named um, Almeida. She fought, she fought Almeida? And he she won was, by decision in the Dan White Contender Series. So she and was, yeah. Like, That's how I remember. Came in and fought for her first fight, lost by decision, and their last two wins are by decision as well. Last time she fought was when Thompson fought, uh, who was this? He fought, um, what was his name? Oh, uh, uh, he fought Geoff Neal. That's what it was. That was the last time she fought, and she won by a decision. That was back in December. But who did Burns just beat? Did he beat Thompson? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe it was Burns. You know what? You're right. Maybe that was Burns back in December. It was either Neil or Burns. I can't remember which one. The most recent fight he had was against Burns. Most recent was Burns. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm going to go with Roxanne Montfrey, even though I don't like her. I'm going to go with her because every time I pick against her, she wins. I'm, I'm going to go with Roxanne because I do like her. I don't know. She's just so weird and awkward and everything, but she just gets it done. I don't know. I'm a fan of hers. I like, she, like, the... the the nerdy, you know, like weird, like <laughs> not not my kind of nerd. Uh-uh. Yeah, not your kind of nerd. <laughs> er, early I'm, I'm a little bit of a nerd too. I take offense to this nerd. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't know. I just I just want to hang out with her and give her a hug. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. She be friendly. She could be a nice lady, but hey, yeah, she seems really cool uh, and fun and like awesome energy. Uh, mm-hmm. So prelims. Euros Medic against Jalene Turner. I was going to say, like, I only have two interests on the early premiums. That's the fight you just mentioned, Euros Medic and Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner, he has a back and forth history in the UFC. Like, he, he's, he's come off some wins in the UFC and he's come back with some losses. But I feel like he may try to get a turn with this next one. But it's going to be a hard one. This guy's 7 0, a lightweight, and has just been on a tear. So I'm interested in this one. So I don't really have a pick for this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Euros gets it done. But I would like to see Jalen Turner get the job done. Yeah, Keep the momentum high and not low. Me too. So I'm, I'm going to go with Turner. And the rest of them, I don't even have any picks on. I don't know if you and, can uh, Jonathan Pierce and Omar Mor- Morales. I got to go Omar. Omar's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Shit, Omar. He's got mix-ups. He can mix up with his jiu-jitsu. But Wait, where's Omar from? He's, uh, he, he fights. I'm pretty sure he's from Ecuador. But he trains over at Sanford. And, and he does train at Sanford. Okay. So now I'm going with Omar. I'm going with Omar on this one. And then uh, that's it for this card. I'm over here on uh, on uh, MMAfighting.com to see what's going on. Big yeah. Tuna Ben Parrish sends a message to trolls. Yo, did you see this? Did you see this guy, what? Big Tuna Ben Parrish, on uh, on Bellator? Who? who? No, I didn't, I didn't see any of the Bellator fights other than Romero. And this guy, Big Tuna Ben Parrish, bro, everybody, like, he just – 
he does he looks like he shouldn't be in anywhere near any kind of sport. Like oh, yeah. you'll, you'll pick against him every time, but the man fights and he shut everybody down. He fought uh who he who he fight? Now he's calling out Rampage and Romero. Who'd he be? He just beat a big name in Bellator who was supposed to run through him, and he just ran through the guy. And uh, I forgot who he just beat. Ben Perry Saturday night, but he certainly surprised me. Perry's seven and underdog in Bellator. Cabeza! Oh! Oh, against Christian Edwards. Uh, oh, he beat that too? Bro, he, uh, beat, he beat Leon Edwards' Leon, brother. Leon Edwards' brother? Oh. He, he ran through him. And that was their, like, up-and-coming guy that they were, like, really putting a lot into. Mm-hmm, definitely. Bro, he ran through him. That's a big name for him. That's good. That's good for him. I'm yeah. saying that's a big step for him. Who's, uh... So that's uh you'll you'll like that. Losing business is booming plus PFL one seek now two TV deals, Trilla Flops. Oh Trilla Flops? Wow, that's happy to hear. What's going what on? The Trilla Trilla Flop. Oh well, I'm not surprised at all. Did you uh, <laughs> even when you make even when you make the pay-per-view 10 bucks, I'm not surprised it flops. You really think people are gonna pay? We already didn't want to pay 50. You really think anyone's gonna pay 10 bucks for a, a shit card? Not to shit on any of the fighters in the car, like the greats, like Anderson Silva. You got Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Like, all those guys are great. But there's a reason why it was $10. There's a reason for that. And I don't know. What is your opinion on the Tito Ortiz? I think I asked you in the last episode, but the Tito Ortiz fight and Silva, to me, it looked kind of staged. Kind of staged to me. Not necessarily on Anderson's part, but for Tito. Tito was- looked like kind of just- like, it was weird. Talk. The only thing that makes me think about it is like, I, he got knocked the fuck out. Like when it's yeah. you don't get laid out like that. You don't like let yourself get laid. And, and everything that fighting. happened, everything that happened before that too, what he was doing threw me off. When he was trying to throw those weird check hooks, he was doing he just kept dipping up, down, up, down, like hitting over Anderson's head. Like, what are you doing? Like are you weird. trying was- to hit Anderson? Didn't even move. It was he moved, just throw it over his head. He gets check hook with a right hand, and it's over. And and the, the the thing that made me get weird also was Anderson's celebration. Uh, I didn't believe him. I didn't believe he was excited that he won. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know, I'm not gonna talk shit. Anderson knocking the fuck out. Anderson's the greatest, and that's it. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna believe. Whatever happened, that's what I'm choosing to believe. Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. For he's sure, not- I'm definitely gonna keep. Calling Anderson the greatest, like for what he's doing right now, he's still gonna be the greatest. But as far as Trillers or promotion goes, I don't see him lasting very long. Probably, no, I think they've lasted this long. Like yeah. they're on the same boat as De La Hoya's promotion that they've been trying to do. Yeah, oh, De La Hoya's promotion is garbage. Uh, so yeah, they ain't gonna last. But like, yo, Anderson worked Chavez Jr., who's a solid boxer. I mean, he didn't win. Exactly. The, you know, Chavez Jr. Although he's lost a few against the top guys, he was a solid. You know, it's like beating a, I don't know, it's in 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 UFC, like beating you know beating a Robbie Lawler or beating somebody like mm-hmm. that. You know, what I mean? like a solid dude that was a, that was a serious boxer and then fell off. Chavez's son. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, I just want to see Anderson go in there, knock out Paul, and then retire. Oh yeah, just get rid of the Pauls entirely. They all need to go. Yo, he's been he's been talking so much shit to Dana White and. Bro. What was it? There was a question on the presser today with um, 
Valentina and they asked the what this dude one dude asked like hey how long would it take for you and your sister to take out the Paul brothers how long would that take He's like not even 30 seconds Snyder, they're not at our level not even 30 seconds yes and that this time I believe it he's the if he fights Anderson he's the only one that I have confidence that I have a hundred percent confidence in you know I I I Obviously, he had some confidence, but not a lot in Woodley, just because, you know. I keep hearing talks about them yeah. giving – they're trying to set up uh, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, that dude that he was talking shit to in the last press conference they were in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they fought in the same car. They're talking about uh, the Tommy those Fury, two fighters. Tommy Fury is whatever, two Tommy Fury fought for the MMA fighter that's like – um, you know, like nothing, you know, and ba- barely beat him. So always talk about Tommy Fury. He's, he's nothing like his brother. So that would be a good fight, you know. Those two guys, they're pretty much the same level to me. Although, mm-hmm. man, when you look at Tommy Fury's record, it's undefeated, but uh, there's like the the, the 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 guys he scored were like uh, one in fifty. One in, yo, champ, you have never seen records like you've seen with some of the some of the undefeated boxers. When you look at their records, the guys that they fought, bro. Mm-hmm. Literally, when you see a guy that's 18 and 0, 19 and 0, that go back to their record, their first 10, 12, 15 fights. It's nothing like an MMA. Dude, they're fighting guys that are like 2 and 50, 2 and 30. There's one guy on, on, on Fury's record that's like 1 and almost 100. Like, do one, one fight out of, you know, fighting in a decade. Mm-hmm. So these guys' records are like, you know, I remember when I was going to fight. And, and uh, I was going to go to Dominican under Coach Dino and go fight over there. It was literally sanctioned professional boxing fights in a gym and they count on your record and you're fighting you know it's like me going into inferno and fighting you know teach fighting joey and 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 calling off fight a professional match and putting it on my record or me going to inferno and joey's actually good so not even yeah. joey. like pick somebody that's not good you know i don't want to say names but somebody that hey, just yeah. i'm saying no name right? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know so i pick joey because Joey's actually good, so not even Joey. Joey's, Joey's, Joey's not good, huh? No, Joey's real good, but I'm just saying. Uh, like, Joey, come on. I'm just saying. You don't talk shit. We gotta fight. I'm just uh, saying, like you talking about. Yo, like, Joey's trying to fight October 29th. You better want to fight. Oh, Joey do work. <laughs> Joey do work. Joey do work. But that's how it is. Like it's like imagine, imagine, freaking, I don't know, you know, Leon Edwards' brother coming down and fighting Joey in a professional match, and that counting on his record. You know, like right now, Joey, or like, you know, guys that are not even amateur, full amateurs yet. You know, exactly. like, Joey, how many fights? Is, I keep saying Joey. Joey's good. I'm, I don't need to say Joey. He's just the first name that popped up in my head. Because <laughs> I love Teach. He's the only one that popped up in my head. But like, you mm-hmm. know, just got a dude that just began. You know, somebody yeah. that just began. Like, fuck. It's, bro, these boxers. So I was supposed to go to Dominican and fight dude. One of the guys' record was like one in 29, one in 28. The other guy was supposed to have like two or three fights. The other guy was like two and fuck, 30 something. I don't know. And I just remember not feeling too good about it. You know, I'm like, this doesn't feel good. Like, and the boxing community was just like, it don't matter, bro. All they see is your record. They're not looking at the other. Who, who's going to sit there and investigate who you for? I know. Now, nowadays, uh, you got everybody looking into you. Yeah, Anything that's against even, you. And even if they don't look. something. Even if they don't look, I know, you know, I've had four boxing matches and I've won all four of them. When I talk about my wins, I oh, I never forget to mention that that yeah, the guy, one of the guys was a bodybuilder that could barely move his hands, you know, like you know that was like, like I literally was like, I, I was I could have moved like like a turtle and 
avoided. You know what I mean? So like when I say I'm under, you know, I have four and all in boxing, I never forget to mention the guys that I fought. It wasn't like studs, you know what I mean? Because that's the way mm-hmm. boxing is. These guys, you know, a boxer will come in and be like, I fought uh, an undefeated guy uh, a few weeks ago, 19 and 0, 20 and 0, something like that. You know, like they're, they're feeling themselves. Mm-hmm. Literally losing record when you combine all the guys he fought. Like not, not one had a win. Yeah. All of my losses. So, come on. So that's what boxing oh. is. But that's why you don't see that in MMA. That's why you see oh. a really good guy with like four or five losses sometimes. Oh, of course. They're fighting, bro. They're fighting the animals. There is no avoiding fighting the best. Real fighters. Real fighters. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a dance. It's a fight. Uh, you know what's funny? Like, you know that whole skirmish that went down with Canelo and what other dude he's fighting this oh, weekend? Oh, Caleb, yeah. Caleb Plant. Is that, is that fight this weekend or is it next November week? 4th. Oh, so it's not even close. Yeah, it's but not man, even close. When I, when I saw that press, I'm like, somebody sent me that video. Like, yeah, the most realest thing I've seen in boxing lately. It's the most real thing I've ever seen yeah, in yeah. boxing right now. Caleb, and Caleb is good, but he, Caleb is like 18 and 19 and 0, something like that. But even Caleb, if you were like really look at his beginning record and see the kind of guys he's fought, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, you saw that, right? And then uh yeah. but yo, yo, Canelo moved back quick. He still got caught. I don't understand why uh lately you've been seeing a trend of like these weigh-ins or face-offs going on, and people are having like these scrimmage skirmishes in these things. Like, why the hell? Oh, they let these things happen on these promotions, especially for right now, for as big as promotion that they're doing in a boxing promotion like that, that had to happen. I'm seeing that happen in the lower level MMA scene or some of these bare knuckle fights. Well, how is this happening on the big stage where you know. should have high, high end security up there and not let shit happen like that? Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what is that? You, you're going to get in the ring and fight each other anyway. So what the fuck is this? Ego. Why was there like, no middleman right there? No, yeah, no like, middleman. You know, we, we are, you really have that much trust in a fighter? Like, I wouldn't trust the fighter. Cool, bro. I don't and One of my biggest pet peeves is when they like, get in each other's head and start pushing each other. You know, oh, head, yeah. head and then like going like this. You know, I'm like, when is somebody just going to step to the side and let the guy just go forward? Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see somebody. That's what I would do. If anybody did that to me and got head to head and started pushing head to head, I wouldn't get mad and go head back. I would just step to the side, just let him embarrass himself and fly forward. Like, mm-hmm. what is somebody going to, like, embarrass somebody in there, you know? Uh, I think we've seen it once, and it was when um, the Russian guy, guy fought Kutalaba, right? Uh, Kutalaba? Yeah, remember he does that oh, thing? Yes. And he did it to the Russian guy, and the Russian guy kind of just, like, stepped to the side or whatever. That was the uh, one time I saw it. But it wasn't in the in face-off. It was, like, in the cage when he goes in there and mm-hmm. does the thing. So, I don't know. But I agree with you. It's such insecurities. Like, bro, we're about to get in the cage and beat the shit out of each other. What is this? You want to fight now when there's somebody that could pull us apart? <laughs> like, the one, I don't know, I can't remember. I don't know if I saved it or not on Instagram, but the dude ends up, I got to the point where the dude landed a flying knee in a way. Like, how do you let a flying knee land? Bro, where's the security? That's, I let the, uh, that's insecurity, 100%. You're scared to get in that ring and do the actual thing, so you're trying to catch me by surprise right now. How the mm-hmm. fuck you threw? I saw that, I, bro. I was just like, I did because my friend, my boy, sent it to this me. He said, what we're to. I was like, I'm not sharing this. This is disgusting. Exactly. He, but there were like he planned a flying knee. He planned a flying knee. To me, that's like, yo, I'm gonna lose the fight, so let me just get it right now, so I look good. Mm-hmm. It's insecurities. That guy I should be banned. That for sure. 
That guy should be banned and not fight on that card, not fight for a long time, in my opinion. Like, bro, you just threw a flying knee and a, and a face off? You know, like, because now you got to put at least now, like, when you go to these weigh-ins and face-offs, you got to think about all this shit because you don't know what well, this entertainment. You, know, you never really see that stuff happen in UFC. Not really. We haven't you know, seen but, stuff like that since, um, like, really, the biggest one we ever had was Jones and Jones yeah. in DC. That was the biggest one. That was Stevenson. it. Stevenson does it sometimes. Like, you know, he, he does that push and stuff, like, just do that. Uh, like, we have a little bit of those, but you at least have people nearby on standby yeah. not letting yeah. people any further. Like, some of these other ones, just like, what's... That flying knee, like, how did this man... How, how did this man have the time to jump a cat and throw a flying knee? Like, where is everybody? Where is, you know? Exactly. I don't know. But that's it, champ. I don't know if you got anything else you want to add or anything else you want to talk about. No, I got nothing else. I'm just ready for this weekend's fights. We made our picks. This weekend's going to be exciting. Can't wait, man. So I'll catch you tomorrow after work. Yeah. I'm going to be late, but I'll be there for the six. Uh, I can't. Fuck, I hope I'm going to be there. Actually, I got to close it. <laughs> don't worry. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you tell Joe what you said today. No, yeah. Bro, it's depressing. <laughs> like, when you know when I don't get to punch a bag or do something in the week, you know, or just in front, not even punch a bag. Cause I'll, I'll, you know, I, even at the end of the work when I can't make it to Inferno, like, you know, like right, right now, after we're done with this, I'm going to, I'm going to go get a little bit of weights and then hit that bag at the gym. But that's not like, it doesn't give you that feeling like being at Inferno and like, you know, being around mm. fighting and shit. But, yeah. Know. That's it champ. As I always say, kindness is beauty at its finest. Dino and the champ, you already know. We'll catch you guys. Next week for the recap. And uh, pay attention to uh, oh, Wallace Entertainment, baby. WE. WE. I feel like we have fights next week. I mean, let me take a look real quick. Yeah, I think so. Talk? Let me see. Who are we talking about next week? I'm pretty sure we who? do. Yeah, who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Show me. Show me. We got until. Okay. We got Santos and Walker. Johnny Walker. Oh, yeah. Tiago Santos and Johnny Walker next week. Ooh, this is going to be good. Hell yeah. This so that'll be good to talk about next week for sure. Looking forward. Looking ahead right now. This card. Yeah, this should be fun. Hell yeah. They go, they'll be at, at the Apex Center next weekend. This shit. This is going to be good. Looking forward. So we got recap and some predictions. That's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, champ. You have a good night, man. Yeah, you too, bro. I'll have see you this night, week, coach. coach. What's that? Tell Coach I said have a good night. Oh, for sure. I'll let him know. All right, man. We'll talk later. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Yeah.